Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven tips to help improve the reach of your podcast. So tip number one, if you have a social following, if you have an email list, this has been really effective for us. Push your content out to your channels. This seems very obvious, but a lot of people tend to forget this. So for us, we use a podcasting host called Libsyn, and this allows us to push to multiple social channels. We push to SoundCloud, we push to YouTube, we push to um, our Twitters, our Facebooks, and even LinkedIn as well. That way we're covering uh, more ground. And granted, the, the posts are not super optimized, but you know we're, we're still in the early stages right now. We're just trying, trying to see how effective it is. And it is growing um, us across these different channels, such as SoundCloud and YouTube. So try doing that. I mean, um, also, you know, email blasts have been have been effective for us as well, especially with Neil, um, because he has such a big list. Don't forget about your channels. Don't forget about social channels. Don't forget about your email channels. Here's a simple tip. When Eric and I were doing podcasts, we found that I was like browsing iTunes and it only showed the latest 100 episodes. I'm like, why is it only limited to 100 episodes? And then you're looking at some of the other podcasts in the space, and they all do the same thing. But then I found a few, like Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast, and he had 300 episodes. And there was a few other people who also had 300 episodes. And I quickly learned that the max that they let you show is 300. I'm like, wait, why do we only show 100 when everyone has 300? Or some other people have 300, right? Most people only show 100. And the old content isn't bad. It's not outdated. So I'm like, it should still show. So I told Eric, he's like, oh, it's the feed. The feed is just limited to 100. He's like, I can change it to everything. And once we ended up doing that, download rate, according to Lipson, doubled in the next 24 hours. Now, what ended up happening is it fell back down because it just showed that the when you produce a ton of content and you index it really quickly, they just give you more love on iTunes. You get so much more search traffic. And then, of course, it's going to go down again after that. But still, you can get a really quick bump by just including all of your content. So don't just cap it at the you know last 100 episodes that you've done. Show every single one that you've ever recorded. And one other thing that we do is because we don't have the time to always consistently promote the old episodes that we have, and a lot of stuff that we're talking about is evergreen. So we use a tool called Meet Edgar. That's meetedgar.com, um, E-D-G-A-R, uh, meetedgar.com, and... From there, you can schedule basically a consistent feed of posts over time. So it might be, for example, my Twitter, it might say, okay, for each day, we're going to share like a random marketing school episode um, and we'll have a different uh, category for that specific podcast. So there might be a category for the Growth Everywhere podcast, one for the Marketing School podcast, and we're just going to share content. And you can share it more than uh, one time per day. You can share it even more if you want because Twitter, there's there's people that will share your 10 to, 10 to 15 times or so. So um, using a tool like that, it makes our lives a lot easier. So we don't have to constantly think about using a tool like Hootsuite or Buffer to continue to schedule all the time because that just becomes a habit. 
Number four, when I look at the lips and stats, the biggest thing that I know, the difference between popular episodes versus non-popular episodes, it really comes down to the headline. I know that sucks. Lipson doesn't give you stats on how far people listen in to your podcast, so you don't know if people listen the first five seconds or ten seconds. So that doesn't really help you determine if the podcast episode is actually good or great. But it does show that the headline really impacts how many downloads a podcast gets. And we notice that the attractive headlines do the best. So Google copy blogger headline formula, and they'll give you templates to create really attractive headlines. So when Eric and I are coming up with headline ideas, a lot of the listeners, you guys, are giving us ideas. Then we also come up with our own. We also use a copy blogger headline formula to try to uh, craft attractive headlines. You can also use Portent's uh, headline generator tool. And then once you have a few finalized headlines, go to titlecapitalization.com and plug it in there. It'll fix the capitalizations, the flow, et cetera, like the grammar, not really the flow, but more so the grammar of your headline. And now you should have a finalized headline that you should be able to use for your podcast. And I'll do better than if you didn't use, let's say, the copy blogger headline formula. All right. Number five. This one seems obvious, but a lot of people aren't doing it. When you're doing a podcast, also add a blog too. We also have a separate WordPress blog in addition to placing the podcast on our site with the smart passive player. But having a separate site like marketingschool.io, basically we have the show notes automatically published to this this WordPress blog and everything's included. So Neil just talked about Libsyn not being able to show you how, how far people are listening. At least with a blog, you can see how engaged people are, how many page views, um, how long people are staying on a certain page um, and things like that. So you know, this is, I mean, this has been growing kind of in conjunction with what else we've been doing, but it's just good to have a separate, because our, the domain is, or the podcast called Marketing School, we have a marketingschool.io site and you know that allows us to dig a little deeper um, as that continues to grow then number six this seems really obvious as well but i was looking at everyone who's doing well common element is they have a ton of ratings and reviews so the more ratings and reviews that you have the better off you're going to be especially when it comes to itunes rankings the higher rankings you have more people find you and you get a ton more views when i look at our data and Libsyn. And what causes the spikes? It's not email blasts. It's none of that. Most of it actually comes from people searching on iTunes. So iTunes, think of it as your version of Google, right, for SEO. If you can do well on iTunes with the ratings and reviews, you're going to get way more traffic from the searches, which will cause way more downloads and listens. So whenever you're publishing a podcast, make sure you mention in there. We used to do this at the beginning when we didn't have a ton of ratings and reviews. We would ask at the end, Leave a rating and a review. And Eric, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I don't know whoever recorded our intro and outro, but did you have someone, I think you had someone uh, add that to the outro, correct? Correct. So this is Tim Page from Lead Pages. So uh, Tim Page from Lead Pages, I'm assuming he recorded our outro. What he pretty much did was at the end, we directed him to say like, Hey, you know, thank you for listening to Marketing School. If you like the episode, make sure you leave a rating and a review and uh, whatever else is out in the outro. But the most important part is just telling them to leave a rating and a review. If you don't tell them to leave a rating and review, you'll get very few of them. 
So the more people you tell, the better off you are. Number seven, cross-promote. If you know people, let's say Neil and I are mentioning a specific tool, we're mentioning somebody's name, we're going to tell them that we mentioned them and hopefully they'll retweet. Um, and sometimes you can also cross-promote uh, similar podcasts too. So a lot of different ideas here. You can think about the different influencers in your space and how you can take advantage of that, but also communities too. Um, John Lee Dumas has a great community called Podcasters Paradise. And in here, people are sharing different ideas on how to grow all the time and how to improve the reach. But also, they do something on Fridays called, I think it's Pay It Forward Fridays or something like that. I, I forgot what it's called. But um, basically there, you know, if people are allowed to share their podcast and if it's actually good, you can leave a rating and a review. And this helps everyone in the podcasting community kind of move up there. Um, so that's one way to, you know, one little known way of, uh, of growing. But yeah, you don't even need to go to that community. You can go to other communities too and just share your knowledge there. So that's number seven. I think we're, we're all done. Uh, that's it for today's episode of Marketing School. We will see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.